So I have my next home under contract. But what's the next step? Well, it's the home inspection, the number one reason why real estate transactions fall through. But who do I pick for my home inspector? What does the home inspector inspect and what does he not inspect? Can I attend the home inspection? How much does a typical home inspection cost? These are all really great questions to ask and to help us answer these questions, I have an actual home inspector with us today. I'm Eric Hutchinson, and I'm the principal broker and owner of Hutchinson Realty. Welcome to episode six of Real Estate Talk for Northwest Arkansas. I have a couple of my colleagues with me today. Hey friends, why don't you introduce yourself and then we will uh, introduce our guest. Hello everyone, my name is Cole Eady. I'm a realtor here with Hutchinson Realty. And me and my wife have lived here for a little over five years, and I've been a realtor for almost a year now. Hey, Cole. Hi, my name is Sandy Wellesley, and I'm an executive broker here at Hutchinson Realty. Um, I have lived in Northwest Arkansas for 23 years now and have been a realtor for most of that time. Welcome, Sandy. And we have a guest, which this is the first time on our podcast that we have a guest. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. So, hey, friend, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us which company you're with and where you do home inspections. All right. I'm Levain Murphy with Nook and Cranny Home Inspection. I started the company about 11 years ago, mainly in Missouri and Kansas. In the last year and a half, though, uh, we... Uh, uh, myself and then the inspectors that work for me are licensed in Arkansas as well as Oklahoma. So we're just kind of expanding out and coming this way. Well, welcome, Levain. Glad that you're here and looking forward to grilling you today with some questions because you're the professional and you know about home inspection. So we've got a lot of interesting things to ask you. But before we do that, as typical, we're going to go through how many houses are for sale. We talk about this every Tuesday in our sales meeting, how many houses are for sale. We look at our current inventories. So in Northwest Arkansas, we usually are talking about Benton and Washington counties. Now, in total, there's probably around 1,460 houses houses for sale. I think I checked yesterday and that's what the number was, but we only look at our five largest towns. We look at Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, Bentonville, and Bella Vista, because it just would take too long to go through every single town. We have a lot of little towns in Northwest Arkansas. So I'm going to have Cole go over that. We're only looking at houses. Isn't that right, Cole? Why don't you give us some information? Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Eric. All right, everyone, we will start with Fayetteville first. There are currently 206 homes for sale right now. 90 are new. There are 116 resale. The median list price is 457000 and the median price per square foot is $210. Next, we will do Springdale. There are currently 119 homes for sale in Springdale. 29 are new, and 90 are resale. The median list price is 459000 and the price per square foot right now is one ninety-six. Next, we will do Rogers. Rogers has 129 homes for sale, 24 are new, and 105 are resale. The median list price is 553000 and the price per square foot is $217. Next, we will do Bentonville. Bentonville has 199 homes for sale. They're active. 100 are new, and 99 are resale. The median list price is $477,000, and the price per square foot is $201. Finally, we will do Bella Vista. Bella Vista has 189 homes for sale, 110 are new, and 79 are resale. 
the median list price is $389,000, and the price per square foot is $201. And with that being said, we, of all of our five towns, there are 842 homes for sale, 353 are new, and 489 are resale. The median list price is $448,000, and the price per square foot is $205. Thanks, Cole, for giving us that information. I'm still amazed at how low inventories we have. I remember in Bella Vista, I remember when there were about 600 houses for sale. Now, I've been in business for 26 years, so I have a lot of history. But when 600 houses for sale, and there's only 800 and some odd houses for sale total in our five towns. And I remember when there were, you know, four or 500 houses in each town. So it's really amazing to see our, how low our inventories are. And it's also amazing how many new construction houses that we have compared to resale homes, almost half. So anyway, I just think that's a lot of, a really interesting statistic that we've got going on in Northwest Arkansas. Well, I've asked Sandy, because if you're a buyer, you're looking to buy a house and most buyers get a loan. And we've seen our interest rates fluctuate almost weekly. So what's going on with our interest rates, Sandy? Well, once again, weekly fluctuation. Um, we bumped up just a little bit this week from last. And so always be sure if you're a buyer that you're shopping that rate and and just check back. This week, a conventional loan is available for 6.125%, anywhere from 6.125 to 6.5%, okay? If your loan is going to be FHA, VA, or USDA, you're looking at approximately 6.375. So that's where we are this week for interest rates. So our interest rates took a little bit of a bump up, but last mm -hmm. week they took a bump down. Mm -hmm. And so we're seeing that fluctuation happen almost weekly. And one of the things that I mentioned in my video that I did yesterday about current inventory was that Whenever you're looking for a loan, talk to, first of all, multiple lenders because some lenders will have the same interest rate, but sometimes their closing costs are less or more. And so always get what we call a good faith estimate from your lending institution and ask them about a little thing that we talked about this morning in our sales meeting called a float down. So a float down is a really nice tool um, that a lot of people don't even know about and lenders don't normally... Um, or they, it's not that they don't recommend, they just don't even mention it because they lose money if uh, you go with this option. But some lenders offer this float down option where you say, okay, today's interest rates are 6.875. And you'd say, well, okay, can you cap it there? And if the interest rates go down next week or the week after, can I take advantage of that? And that's why they call it a float down because you have a one-time float down option where you can say, I'll take it if they've been lowered to 6.3. I want that one. The only problem is, is that once you lock in, you're locked in with that lender and you can't change that interest rate again. But a lot of times buyers just say, well, it's 6.875 today. And that's, that's what I've got to do. And then next week they're like, oh man, the interest rates went down. And so locking in with your lenders, a really important word, ask them about the potential of a possible float down. Another thing is the ARM, the adjustable rate mortgage, which sounds really scary, but you can do a three, five, seven, or 10 adjustable rate mortgage. So probably in the next 10 years, we'll see interest rates go down at least uh, uh, below where, where they are right now, which means that you can lock in or you can do a refinancing uh, of your home if the interest rates go down. So that's just something to think about if you're saying, man, I don't like the interest rates. There are some potentials uh, you know, for change 
uh, in the lending institution. So just take a look at that whenever you're talking to your lender. Well, hey, let's get into our discussion. Uh, we're kind of piggybacking on last week. We talked about home inspections, and um, I thought it'd be really good if we had a professional, someone who knows a whole lot more about home inspections than we do. So we've invite Levain to come in here and to give us a little bit of uh, consulting. So I think we've got some questions for you. So I'm going to defer over here to Cole. Cole, won't you ask uh, a question of Levain? Hey, Levain, uh, just curious, how long does a typical home inspection take? Uh, generally, the uh, for most of our average homes, two to two and a half hours, maybe three uh, of course, bigger homes are going to take longer, and we generally try to schedule uh, per thousand square foot about an hour. So if we've got a 5,000 square foot, we'll usually block off about five hours for that. Now, if it's a, if it's a really nice house and been well taken care of, it's not going to take that long. But if it's an older home and there's, you know, you got to spend some time writing, it could take that long. So basically about an hour per thousand square feet. Do you encourage the buyer to be there for the entire home inspection? We do. We do. They don't bother me being there at all. Um, I mean, I've done 9,000 inspections. It's, you know, I've seen just about every personality you can imagine. Uh, but we do encourage them to be there. Um, a lot of times it depends on the person, their personality. You get somebody that's a driver, they don't want to be there the whole time, okay? Just they'll come at the end, tell me what I need to know, and I'm out of here, and I've got something else to do. Somebody that's more calculated, you know, they item by item by item, they want to be there longer, you know, and, and that's fine. Um, I do encourage them to kind of go through the house, you know, look at things, come up with questions at the end so that they don't really affect the routine. Um, but generally, I just I go over it with them at the end. One of the things I really like about them being there is that um, a lot of times, especially first time home buyers, they can get excited pretty quick about anything. You know, they've got this glossy idea that this is a house and there's nothing wrong with it, right? And they see something wrong and they're like, ugh, you know. But it, it gives me an opportunity to be able to diffuse something that's not a big deal. And in their mind, they think it's a big deal, you know. So it's great, it's great to have them there and to be able to go over things with them. That's awesome. Okay, um, I have a question for you. First of all, let me say I have a great respect for home inspectors. I can't. I'm so uh, thankful that it doesn't fall on me, the realtor, to know the things about the house. I'm so grateful that there are home inspectors that do this job. Um, where do you start? Like, do you have a, a system in place for your homes? Do you start in a certain place? And what types of items does your inspection cover? Um, that's a great question. <clears throat> I always start outside. Um, and I take lots of pictures. Uh, I go around the house twice. Uh, I go around the first time taking pictures of everything so that then I can always go back and I can refer to them. Uh, and then I start in a corner, you know, and, and, it, and I'm, I generally move from, le from left to right. Um, and so I, I establish a corner or I establish a fence line. Um, and then from there, and then I just start moving myself around and I, you know, I go up and I go down and it's basically up and down all the way around the house. So uh, I get a perspective. A lot of times I start when I'm still in my truck. I just pull up and all of a sudden things start to, you know, does it have guttering? Where's water going? Um, you know, is there anything that stands out to me from a distance? Um, a lot of times a home inspector, you get too close, then you miss the big picture. And so a lot of times I like to get the big picture first uh, and then go around and, and, you know, basically go from top to bottom. 
Got it. Do you do, so you mentioned going up and down. Do you do attics and crawl spaces? How do you cover those areas? I do. Um, you know, attics I have to be really careful with because they've got so much insulation in them anymore. So, right. you know, you got to be really careful where you're walking. Um, <clears throat> out of, like I said, out of 9,000 inspections, I've only fallen, fallen through a ceiling once. <laughs> and it happened to be because they had some, some drywall on top of the, the ceiling joist, and I, I slipped and foot went right through. And luckily, it was a guy that does repair. He, he just laughed. And, you know, he said, oh, I'll fix it. No big deal. So we just paid him <laughs> to fix his own ceiling, you know. But, uh, no, we get in attics. Um, there's so much stuff to look in an attic, and there's so much stuff oh, uh, to look in a, um, um, a crawl space. Um, and it's the place, it's, it's the two places where most people don't go. Okay. Right. And so, you know, structurally it's really critical. Uh, I'll get in any crawl space I can fit in. Um, a lot of times, you know, <clears throat> uh, crawl spaces don't have enough room to really move. Right. And a lot, they got a lot of duct work, got a lot of plumbing. Uh, you gotta be really careful when you're going around that. So, uh, yeah, we get in all attics and crawl spaces that we okay. can fit in. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. So what about the roof that's high pitch or, you know, it's so high mm -hmm. that you can't really get on top of it? How do you, how do you inspect that? We, I expect it. Uh, I, I actually put my ladder up against it and then I, you know, cause I want to feel it. I want to see it. Um, even if I can't get on it and then, but I have to use binoculars. That's the closest way I can get to is just, I've got a set of binoculars that I use and I go around and, and just basically go up and down the roof as I go around uh, trying to look at it. Uh, there's not very many roofs I can't get on. Um, <clears throat> I was on a 1212 yesterday, but it was a place where I could get up and I could go up a valley and I could safely get up there. You know, I always tell my inspectors that work for me, I said, if you're nervous, don't go. You know? <laughs> so yeah. if it makes me nervous, then I'm not going to go. But most right. of the time, um, you know, I can get up on most roofs. I also have a special pair of boots called Cougar Paws and they grip, they grip a roof. And so I can I can still walk on most most roofs. So you're not scared of heights. I, I am not actually. <laughs> actually, I, I'm not scared of falling either. It's that quick stop I don't like. Right. Uh, do you check for mold and foundation issues? Um, <clears throat> foundation, yes. Um, we we do. Um, if if there if there's mold present and it's it's right there, it's visible, then we do write it up. We also put in our report that, you know, this is not a mold test. We don't know what kind. We don't know the toxicity. We, you know, it's, you know, it's just visible. It's there. And, um, but if they, and if they want a, uh, a mold test, then we can come back and we can actually test it. So I'm certified as a mold inspector as well. So that's awesome. Well, what about uh, radon, septic and termites? Okay. Uh, in, in Missouri and Kansas, um, I'm, I'm licensed and certified as a, uh, a termite inspector. Uh, in Arkansas and Oklahoma, it's, they've got different laws and different rules. So um, you have to actually be an applicator to be able to do that because they've got a, you know, a whole different way, and you guys understand that, of what they have to have as far as um, the okay for, for a termite inspection. So we don't do it in, in Arkansas and Oklahoma. Um, the, uh, the septic... Um, we usually will um, schedule out unless the buyer has somebody else that they want to want to use, or the or the realtor, their buyer's agent has somebody that they 
uh, recommend. So, but we do, we have some resources that if they want us to schedule, we can schedule somebody to do the septic uh, radon. I'm, I'm the um, uh, licensed and uh, certified as a radon technician. Um, I'm the only one in Southwest Missouri that's actually licensed uh, out of Kansas. Uh, so <clears throat> Missouri doesn't have any licensing. If, 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 if a realist, if a, uh, Home inspector in Missouri is doing one in, an inspection in Kansas and they want radon, they hire us to go over and do the radon because they can't do it because it's a licensed state. So, um, yeah, so we do, we do, um, we've been doing radon for uh, 11 years. So whenever you see something that is of concern, but maybe you're not licensed, you know, maybe if it's a septic thing and you're like, I smell something in the backyard and the buyer hasn't paid you to do a septic inspection or maybe you're not licensed to do that. Do you still note it on your report that, hey, appears there to be some uh, leakage somewhere or something? I mean, how do you deal with things that you aren't um, licensed to do? Yeah, generally, if if there's a smell, there's usually something visual. Um, I, I've only had that happen a couple of times where um, – there was, as we went around to the backside of the house, there was a, a distinct odor and, you know, it didn't take us long to find the issue. There was a broken pipe and it was, it was finding its way up, it's surfacing. So that's definitely a write-up because it's right there. Um, I don't, I, I want to be real careful to presume something. Right. Um, I, I, but if so, but if I know it's there and I know that there's a problem and that they need to get a specialist in here, then it makes it, you know, pretty easy for me to put that in the report. Yeah. One of the things that I get asked, I deal a lot with first-time home buyers, and they always want to know how much the inspection is going to cost. Yeah, can you tell me how much do y'all usually charge? We for for like a a, a common-sized house, anywhere from fifteen uh, hundred square feet to two thousand square feet is generally anywhere from three fifty to four hundred dollars. Um, it, but it's all based on. Um, Square footage, you know, if the house is bigger, it's going to cost more. If it's smaller, it's not going to cost as much. Um, and then depending on what kind of things that they add on, you know, if they add on radon, if they add on mold testing, uh, you know, we also do sewer scoping. You know, we've, we can take videos of the sewer line going all the way out to the sewer main to make sure that there's no roots or anything like that in it. So those, those add-ons all, you know, cost a little bit more. But the basic... The basic uh, home inspection usually is around $350, $400. So I'm curious, do you charge by square foot or mm -hmm. do you just charge by the house? You know, I mean. Square footage. Square footage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So on a 3,000 square foot, how much per square foot do you charge? Or can you, like if it's 3,000 square feet? Um, you know, <laughs> my wife does all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're honest. Thanks. Yeah, that's an yeah. office. That's yeah. an office thing. I'm not, I, you know, and she's, she actually, we have a software that when some, when they tell us what the square footage is, it figures it out for us because we put all the information in. So, yeah. you know, that's why I'm kind of throwing out the three. I'm think I'm actually kind of throwing it out kind of high, 350 to 400. A lot of times yeah. they're not that much. So sometimes they're not as much as three fifty. That's right. not like a minimum. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not. Yeah, that's not a minimum. That's usually about the about the average. So do you find things that you say? You know, it looks like you really need to do a scope through the sewer line, or you really do you ever like get into a home inspection? They haven't bought an add on, but you're in it, and you say, you know, I'm just letting you know that it, it, I can't get into this without the add on, but it looks like there may be a problem, and you know, would you want me to go forward with this or not? 
Yeah, you know, as far as it depends on what the add-on is. If we get in there and the smell of mold is just like, you know, intoxicating, then, you know, we'll, you know, like it doesn't matter who walks in, they notice it. Okay, that's when we will, um, we will tell them it's probably a good idea to have a mold test done, uh, especially air quality. And if, if we see something, uh, I did have one place where there was a leak that they didn't realize uh, and it just had it all over. And so I, I told them they needed a surface test on it. They needed a swab uh, and it come up, you know, toxic, you know. So, um, but like radon, you can't, you, you don't taste it. You don't smell it. You can't sense it. There's the only way you can do is test for it. And we recommend because we've known people that have been affected uh, from lung cancer uh, that have been personal friends of ours. Uh, so we're very passionate about having every house tested for radon. We, we do ask our clients if they want, you know, to have a radon test. And a lot of times they go, well, we don't really know what it is. And so that, that way we can explain it to them. Yeah. Northwest Arkansas has not been, uh, and I've been doing this for 27 years, and I can count on one hand the amount of customers that I've worked with that did a radon inspection. And most of the time it was because they had a relocation company that was requiring it or something. They just, they just, it wasn't on their radar, you know? And so, so we're talking about radiation that's coming up from the ground. And, and is there any way to say, well, there, I mean, is there any rhyme to the reason that one house might have a high radiation level or radon level and another house doesn't, or is it a neighborhood thing or do you know? Well, it, 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 Yes and yes. Um, it is a neighborhood thing, um, but it can really be anywhere. Uh, it's, it's uranium. Uranium is putting off a half-life, and it creates uh, radium. And then radium puts off half-life, it creates radon gas. And so just depending, I mean, we got some hot pockets in, in, in the Joplin area, uh, in the Osha area, where um, we can almost, we'll be surprised if it's not high. You know, mm-hmm. it's usually more often high than not. Um, the... Uh, what I'm finding and talking to realtors in the Northwest Arkansas area is that oftentimes the, um, the people that move from out of state that are familiar with radon, when they buy a house, they want a radon test and all of a sudden it's high. And I've had, I've had a couple of uh, agents that knew that we are, you know, are radon certified. They've called me and said, what do we do? You know, yeah. um, you know, a couple of them in Bentonville, they got a hold of me and said, you know, I, you know, who do you, re- who do you recommend? I, I don't know who to call. And so I was able to recommend somebody that could come in and, and take care of the radon problem for them. So um, I, I think you're going to find, and that's one of the things I do a radon training class. Um, and I'm, and I'm really wanting to try to get into a lot of the, the real estate offices in the Northwest Arkansas area so that I could get really the realtors up to speed on what radon is, where it comes from and how we deal with it. It's easy mm-hmm. to deal with, but if you don't deal with it, it can have some consequences. So I'm a little interested in it. So what, how long does it take to do a radon test? So your home inspection, you say, oh, it usually takes, you know, two hours, three hours, four hours. So someone says, hey, I want the radon add-on. So you're going to be able to do that today? Um, actually, yes. I generally carry a radon machine with me most of the time. Um, <clears throat> or uh, we can actually get it. I, I only use... Um, um, professional radon monitors. I don't do any kind of test kits um, because they're more accurate and I can control them. Uh, I also know if they've been tampered with. I know if people have opened windows, opened doors. Um, it, so it's, but it, a, a test takes 48 hours. 
And generally, if somebody uh, schedules a test and, and we've got more than three or four days, we'll, we'll come in and put it in two days ahead of time so that the results are done on the day of the inspection. I can download those results on that day and we can send the report and the radon report together on, on the same day. If I can't get in uh, 48 hours ahead of time, then we'll put it in on the day of the inspection and then two days later we'll have the report ready for them. So if you have the machine, it's still takes about 48 hours it's to gather the... 48 hours for okay. a real estate transaction. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, anybody else? First off, I just want to say thank you so much for coming today and spending time with us today on the podcast. It's uh, just a blessing. Thank you. Um, so I have two questions. Uh, my first question is, and I feel like just when me and my wife were buying a home up here, I would have liked to known this, but you being a home inspector, can you just tell the listeners and all of us why it's important, first off, to get a home inspection when you're looking at a home? Sure. Um, there, <clears throat> basically because of experience of, uh, of most home inspectors, especially in the Arkansas area, because Arkansas is a licensed state, which Missouri is not. In Missouri, anybody can hang a shingle and, and, and print out business cards and tell people their home inspection, and nobody knows. They've maybe not had any training. Uh, but in Arkansas, it's a whole different, a whole different ball game, which I really like. Um, the uh, you know because you've got your you've got your standards of practice that that everybody goes by. So a lot of your home inspectors that have experience are basically going to be able to come out and look at a home, and things actually, believe it or not, they jump out. Things jump out that that most of the time, you know, you know, s some realtors will see it and stuff maybe jump out uh, depending on who they are. Um, but usually a home buyer, they don't. Um, like I said, a lot of times, first-time home buyers, they just think everything should be glossy. Uh, but a home inspector, things really jump out, and especially things that, that are not safe. Wiring is, is really critical, and I find a lot of wiring issues because homeowners think they're, they're electricians, um, and we find a lot of that kind of stuff going on. But even, even in a brand-new new home, uh, um, you know, I did a, a new home for one of, uh, one of the agents here uh, a couple months back, and they had the wrong size service coming into the main panel. It was too small for, for that size house. Mm. And it's a brand new house. So, it, you know, it's, it's that kind of thing that you, you know, you going in, you're, you're never going to take the cover off. You know, well, I always take the cover off and I can see how the, all the, the electrical's being wired, you know. So, uh, so that's why it's real important to have a home inspection done on it, just to have somebody just go over thoroughly. They're not going to catch everything but they're going to really catch most of the stuff that needs to be looked at and thought over and seen what we need to do to fix it. That's good. My last question. So you've been a home inspector, a home inspector for all these years. What is the craziest thing you've ever Gosh. seen before doing a home inspection? Boy, probably the one that stands out to me the most was uh, a lady calls us and she says, I've got cracking all over my walls and ceiling in my living room. And uh, it, it so she, you know, can you, can you come out and take a look? And I said, yeah, I can come out and take a look, see what's going on. So I, I get there and I, I come in her house and yeah, three of the four walls. I mean, we're talking the sheetrock has just got gaps in it. And, um, and then I looked on her floor and I saw that her floor had dropped about two, two and a half inches from, from where the line was, where the, her, her trim was or her baseboard. And I'm like, uh, I mean, I, I can, I'm, I'll tell you right then what's what the problem is. So I said, let's let's go around back and see where water's going. Well, she had a big yard and the yard was sloping right down straight to the house. There was never a place where water could go around. So every bit of water was going into her crawl space. Well, her crawl space was muddy. 
I got in her crawl space and her rim joist and her floor joist and her main beam and everything was just rotted and it sunk mm. two and a half inches. A major, major deal. That was probably the most, the, you know, and I've seen a lot of water damage and I've seen some rotted rim joists, but that, I mean, we're talking two and a half inch drop. Um, yeah, wow. so for her to get it fixed, and there wasn't enough room to fix it in the crawl space. You're not going to jack anything up in the cr- You have to go in from the inside, tear the floor out. Oh, my. And, and fix it from the inside because there's not enough room to work underneath there. So That's wow. what we call a deal killer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's funny, yeah. you know, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, that, that, that term, the deal killer, I always tell people, I said, you know, I've never killed a deal, but I've, ha- I've seen houses commit suicide. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that would be one of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Do either one of you have any more questions? Well, please tell us how people can get a hold of you. So we want to thank you for coming and being a guest on our podcast. So I'm going to allow you to plug yourself a little bit. So tell us again the name of your company. And if someone listening says, hey, I want Levain to come out and take a look at my house, how do they get a hold of you? Um, we've got... Um We've got a website. We've got uh, also got a Facebook page, and both those things. My um, my office, my and which my wife runs my office, and um, you know they can they can just Google Nook and Cranny Home Inspection, and, and they can find us. Um, we also have about we we just hit over our five hundred five five star reviews. So oh, we've good. got uh, quite a few. Um, uh, five star reviews going, and but if you hit the the website Nook and Cranny Home Inspection, uh, you'd be able to uh, to get that. Um, you can call four one seven three nine two seven seven three five, and you can uh, schedule. Uh, you can also schedule online. You can schedule through Facebook. So a lot of people use all three of those ways to to schedule with us. Well, thanks so much, Levine, for coming and being our guest today. Great discussion to guys. Uh, Man, hey, if you are listening today and maybe you're under contract on your next home, get a home inspection. It is highly recommended. You don't have to. It's not a law. But boy, you could be missing some real problems with a house. So call Levine or a home inspector to do a home inspection. And in Arkansas, like Levain said, they the home inspector, if you're going to pay them money, they have to be licensed by the state of Arkansas, which is a good thing. Hey, you can always reach out to us at info at hutchrealty.com. That's our email address. You can go to our website at hutchrealty.com where you can view every active listings, all those active listings that Cole was talking about at the beginning. You can also view all 23 of our agents' profiles and pick out an agent that works best with you. Hey, they are ready, ready and willing to help and so are we. We are all here to help you through this real estate transaction process. If you like this podcast, don't forget to leave us a positive review. Come back next week when we will continue our talk about Northwest Arkansas real estate. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.